Yes, it is. It's time to get in the ring with DJ D. Kooks and Beast Mike. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's a very calm week in the IWC. I, I think it's fair to say. Um, not a lot. Not too much happened crazy. Um, shout out. Let's get there it out of the way. A, there was the crazy like attitude era discussion that happened on Twitter this week, but saying mm. that the attitude era suck, which it did, but. But that's another discussion for another day. Yeah, didn't somebody try to like be like some attitude era dream match, uh, tag match of Brothers Destruction versus Rock and Austin, and then like current tag team dream match of Mustache Mountain DIY type of flow? Yeah, somebody tried yeah. to do that. Somebody tried to do that. It's like there's just the problem with that things. is two I mean, it's just two different, different eras. Things. Yeah, it's two, they can they're both be great in their respect. They don't need. They don't need to be compared to each other. Oh God, it just. Right. They don't, they don't need to be blood. I think people. People that never see tries way too hard. I think that's the, it's the unfortunate uh, moral of the story here. Yes. Yes, we are. All right. Not. Where do you, you want to go? Let's start with Smack. So where do you want to go first? Let's start with SmackDown, the show I did not watch. I actually watched Raw yeah, this week, and I watched that. NXT, and I actually have thoughts, and I actually have thoughts on Raw, and I actually have thoughts on Dynamite. So let's start with the show I don't have thoughts on. All right, let's start with, yeah, it's, all, it's quite a order anyway. So last week's SmackDown uh, kicked off. With I was just loading everything up here. Last week's SmackDown started with uh, Daniel In memory and Johnson. Kane coming together to catch the feet. It's what? In memory of Rocky Johnson first off. Right. It, it did the tribute for him later on, like like halfway through the show. But yes, it, it is obviously they dedicated the show to uh, to Soul Man Rocky Johnson, who passed away last week. I think we we did talk about it yeah. last week, definitely. So. Uh, Kane came out to start the show, kind of talked about how the Royal Rumble was his favorite moment, his favorite event of the year. Obviously, Kane is a Royal Rumble legend, where I think his greatest performance was a one Royal Rumble, where he was incredibly dominant and got to the final two with Austin. Kane also holding the most uh, appearances in a Rumble and the most eliminations all time in Royal Rumble history. So he announced that he would be in the Rumble match. And then Bray Wyatt came from the Firefly Funhouse to kind of talk about Kane and how they how they crossed paths. It looked like the, the feed was going to come and dispose of Kane yet again. But fortunately for Kane, he had a backup plan in mind. It was his former team held nobody, Daniel Bryan, who hit Kane with an, who hit the fiend with a knee to the face and proceeded to pull out some of the dreadlocks that the fiend had had on his head. This led to a strap match challenge between Daniel Bryan and The Fiend for the Royal Rumble. So that's what their match is going God, to be. God, I fucking hate strap matches because it totally limits people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a bad match. Fuck strap matches. <laughs> like, 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 matches I at least get, but yeah, strap matches. At least with like, a fucking chain match, you can fucking bloody each other. Right. 
I guess obviously that they're still kind of stuck in that PG mold. Like I guess this, this was what they're working with. Uh, okay, so the first actual match of the evening was John Morrison versus Big E, and Morrison and Big E looked pretty good together. It was a pretty productive. It's clearly advancing the story of Miz and Morrison versus uh, E and Kofi, and I'm here for it. I, I'm here for Miz and Morrison becoming a team again. I'm here for the the. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the dirt sheet being a thing again. If you haven't seen the dirt sheet. Go seek it out on YouTube. It was absolutely yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it was a glorious, glorious time. Absolutely seek Some it out. Some of the jokes may not age well. No, yeah, right, right. That's true. But for what it was, for the 14 months they did it, it was absolutely – it was gold. Absolute gold that, that, uh, that Miz and Morrison did um, on, on WWE.com, which now it, pretty much all the episodes should be on YouTube, I would think. But it, it was absolute gold. Morrison got it done with a little bit of help from the Miz. And a, a starship pain at the end of the match by a Morrison to uh, to Big E to get it done. So it seems Matt pretty obvious. New Day, Miss Morrison, Usos, yes. Revival. Yes. Holy yes. fuck! <laughs> yes, SmackDown's tag division is popping. You got those four heavyweight teams. The, the, the SmackDown tag division is popping in, in WWE. I am here for this I, on SmackDown. I am totally here for this. It's going to be an excellent tag team year for SmackDown. Beautiful time. Speaking of the Usos and Revival, they put on a solid match as well. Right, that was the following match. So, as the Revival continues to struggle lately, and the Usos continue to build momentum since their return, and the Usos get it done uh, with the splash, they would pin Wilder to get it do- to get the job done here. But a good a good match as Usos and Revival continue to do their thing. Again, those four teams going to be in the tag team race this year. I'm here for it. Let's go. Okay, we got Lacey Evans and Bailey. Uh, Lacey got the drop on Bailey and Sasha. She attacked Sasha, taking her out of the equation. It was supposed to actually be Lacey versus Sasha, but Sasha got jumped, and and Lacey pretty much took them both on. This turned into Bailey versus Lacey because Bailey, Bailey was talking too much to the trainers and whatnot, and Bailey would actually get get beat. Lacey Evans dropped her with a woman's right and, and finished the deal. So the match that we expected to see happen will go down to the Royal Rumble. Bailey versus Lacey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It served its purpose. That's the point of the match here. So Strowman demanded his WrestleMania demanded the WrestleMania match. Elias came out to basically rub salt in whatever wounds he was trying to rub salt in. Clearly, Elias is a face right now. Um, Shinsuke, Sami Zayn, and Cesaro will come out to interrupt uh, Elias. Strowman came out to make the save as they tried to go three on one on Elias here, and then Strowman made the save. It's clear that we, we're probably getting towards an IC match between Braun and Shinsuke at the Rumble. We'll see if they actually make it happen, but it looks like the, we're going to probably find out more of this tomorrow. Alexa versus Sonya Deville. Now, this was probably... We got to the Rocky the Johnson video package beforehand. Yeah, we got the Rocky Johnson video package, obviously, that, that I mentioned before. They honored, they, uh, honored him. They put him dedicated the uh, show... The soul man Rocky Johnson. Again, rest in peace to the soul man, the Hall of Famer, Rocky Johnson. This probably led to the signature moment of the night, though. Uh, Alexa versus Sonya Deville. And Bliss was uh, obviously accompanied by Nikki Cross. And Sonya was accompanied by Mandy. But Mandy suggested to Sonya, can we get Otis out here as well? Oh. Otis, Otis and, and Heavy I Machinery. I did see that. Heavy machinery. I mean, the, the the signature moment turned into a gift. It, it, it's hard to miss it. So 
Heavy Machinery comes out of the ringside area just to support uh, Sonya in her match with Little Miss Bliss. Uh, the culmination part of the match was Mandy trying to help her friend Nikki Cross and trying to help her friend. Nikki got kicked off the apron and actually pulled and kind of sort of shoved Mandy from the top rope all the way to the outside where Otis would catch Mandy and they would kind of lock eyes and what's become a hilarious gif uh, since then. The distraction, unfortunately, worked in the favor of Little Miss Bliss, and she would get the roll-up pin on Sonya. So, unfortunately for Sonya, she got distracted by what happened, and then she got pinned by Alexa, so Bliss gets it done. It's interesting only for the sense of the gif that, and, and, the, and the gif that keeps on coming with uh, Mandy and Otis. So that, that that really was the major story here. And the signature deal was Roman Reigns and Robert Roode and what was a tables match. And the winner gets to pick the step for their match for Corbin and Reigns at the Royal Rumble. The match itself was all right. It served its purpose. All six people got involved. Uh, Corbin in his court, as in obviously Roode in the match, plus Dolph, plus Corbin. And the Usos helping out their cousin and Roman. This, ter- this ended, as you probably would... Expect the Usos making the save and then a uh, spear through the table by Roman to Rude. Roman wins the match, and this turns into a false count anywhere match for Corbin and Reigns at the Rumble. So, this was a, a mediocre SmackDown at best, quite honestly. The stuff that they kind of focus on their main things, but we'll, we'll get to the Royal Rumble this Sunday and more stuff that's going to happen tomorrow on SmackDown. That's Friday, that's Friday Night SmackDown in a nutshell. Oh, oh. And, yep, let's, let's go to Raw. And um, This was a very good show. <laughs> this was a very good show. Raw did... Except for the closing angle. The thing. Yes. Raw did its thing. Raw definitely did its thing. And yeah, we got to talk about that closing angle at the very end. But, um, okay. So of course we do, the... because it leads to a match at the Royal Rumble. Fuck that shit. Yep. So we're gonna have to we, sit through this at, a, at the pay per view. <laughs> people do not learn. People clearly do not learn. So we get to the opening of the show where Seth and his crew are out of the in the ring. They talk about how Buddy Murphy's joined them, and this turned into Joe and Kevin Owens, who uh, were clearly upset about, about what went down last week. And they wanted to get even. But they had, obviously, it's four on two. They need some help. In comes the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, and the brawl was on. All eight men got involved. This turned into some mass chaos. Set it up for pretty good stuff later on in the evening, where Rollins and Buddy were challenged for the tag titles against the Viking Raiders. Very good ladder match was the next part of the deal between Andrade versus Ray. These two wrestling, however it is they do, always seems to get it done in different ways. Ambitious, yes. At times, they probably go as hard, harder than they needed to. Probably. We're but a free TV match. This was fucking perfect. But, we, but we're perfectly cool. But we're perfectly cool. It's a free TV match. Yeah. I'm, or, or streaming match. However you watch Raw. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with it. Uh, I'm not going to complain. I got no, I got no regrets. We're perfectly fine with it. But I need to do the picture-in-picture picture thing for Raw. 
They yeah. need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. The for, it's six minutes of commercials really hurt the flow of this match. For a, for a ladder match, you need to do picture in picture. And that, that's one thing I like about what NXT does and what AEW does. And they do picture in picture for. And SmackDown does it too. They do picture in picture for a lot of their stats. Uh, so I'm perfectly cool uh, with that. As I'm, I'm looking at the. Uh, that DDT, I thought Ray was dead. Yeah, I thought he was. I drunk. thought Ray was dead. Damian like, Lewis actually the fuck walking. Ray Mysterio. Damian Lewis actually walking into the Blazers game later tonight with a Dane three sixteen. Uh, little dog. You all remember those like, Ultimate Warrior dolls or Hogan dolls or Macho Man yes. dolls that they were like big and overblown. I, speaking of those Hogan wrestling buddies, I want to give a shout out to Mikey Falcone mm-hmm. who lost everything in a fire. Oh, Concha Hawken. Including his Hogan wrestling buddy and a bunch of his wrestling collection. Um, Dang. So, whatever we can do to help out, Mikey, um, let us know. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's really... Concha really Hawkins, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Concha Hawkins, for those who don't know, it's a suburb of Philadelphia. It's not too... It's not too far outside of the city, for those who don't know. That's oh, perfect for me, Brim Moore. Yeah, yeah, that's not too far away from the not too far away from the city of Philadelphia. It's an easy train ride into Philly. Uh, for those who don't know where Concha Hockey is, it's a little bit north of the city. So, get back to it. Andrade. Have you ever seen the spelling of it? You'll you'll get twist tongue twisted. Yep. Yeah. Sure will. Yeah. No. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> they call, people call it Conchi for sure. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very it can be challenging to spell. Very much so. Uh, Ray and Andrade, very good match. It was, it was a very good match, digging it all for it. I wish it may have ended the show, but it, alas, it did not. Uh, Ray, Andrade gets it done. Probably the closeout this rivalry with Andrade and Ray. It looked like Andrade was going to really finish the job with the DDT under the car, under the concrete, but instead, Humberto Carrillo comes out, and Humberto makes the save just as Ray Mysterio was, just as uh, Ricochet made the save for Humberto not too long ago, not too long ago. And I think it's perfect to me. I, like I said before, Andrade was the right person to beat Ray. I think Umberto is the right person to beat Andrade. I'm here for Andrade versus Umberto matches. They had a really good one at TLC. Let's run it back. I'm, I'm here for it. Let, let's go. Alistair, uh, we got the no- yearly MLK tribute video. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yearly Vince McMahon token black guy. Token Vince is good this to put, black this video. This was tweet earlier. This put the tweet out earlier in the earlier in the day. It was like like my my idol, my hero, but somebody easily took away ran away with on social suplex network. But uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, hundred no, percent. No, that, that, that totally happened. And so all all this is true. All this is true, by the way. Shout out to social suplex network. Everyone's doing their thing. But uh, Alistair disposed of a local competition. Alistair's another one needs to be in the U.S. title picture. But let's let the Andrade and Berto stuff happen first. So let's just keep that moving. I also obviously will be in the Rumble, I'm sure. Ricochet stood up to Brock Lesnar. Ricochet was probably kicked in the gut by Brock Lesnar and was left laying in the ring. Obviously, Lesnar will be in the Rumble. Ricochet will be too as we get closer to Lesnar's going to become the number one entrant in this Rumble match. Oh, he's gonna we'll see how well this does. Will he break Perhaps the Ricochet match is standing to him. Will he break Roman oh. Reigns' record? Well, Brock? Yeah. All right, so Roman's record is 13? Braun's is 13. Yeah, Braun's, that's right. Braun in the greatest Royal Rumble ever, yes, was 13. Yeah, in a January Rumble, Roman has 12. 
which is that's the yeah the one in Pittsburgh. So that I see uh, the record for a Royal Rumble unlimited. Uh, 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 I'm not considering the greatest Royal Rumble. No, 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 that's the Fuck, 100%. fuck redacted. Yeah. No, no, hundred no, percent. It's the, the the true Royal Rumble record is Romans with twelve. That's that, that's hundred percent true, and that's the, that's the one I would truly consider. In theory, you'd just have Brock or or, or Strowman or somebody have a record, just just set the record of fourteen, so we can, we can kill all this noise. But we'll see how far they go with that. Do so I think Brock breaks it? I'm gonna actually say yes. I'm gonna I'm say, gonna no. say there's a, there's I'm enough. Gonna say, I'm gonna put the over under at nine. I'm taking the over, definitely. I'm oh, taking yeah, the I'm, over, too. I'm, t- I'm taking the yeah. <laughs> Okay, two questions. Who would you want to see number two, and who would you want to see eliminate Brock? Who would I want to see at number two of who's announced? Fucking Shinsuke Nakamura. Ooh, Brock for Shinsuke. That would be good. That's happened before. Yeah, no, yeah, happened in New Japan, right? Yes. Yeah, that that'll be good. Or Brock Alistair. That would also be good. Honestly, I want to see Keith Lee at number two. Oh, fuck yes! Give me, give me Keith Lee at two. I know, I know. We'll get to NXT. And he just he had he's had a big week. Uh, like like Keith Lee would be good. Dijakovic would be good. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, like even even a Damian Priest wouldn't be too bad. Uh, but to me, yeah, give, give me Keith we Lee. We we have twenty five spots filled, so. Yeah, so, so start with a, I, I say start with a pop. I say start with a bang. To, uh, to me, I think Keith Lee would be a huge bang and, and a huge jolt for the crowd in Houston. I, I think that would be a huge deal if it were Keith. And the guy I want to see not only eliminate Brock, but win the Rumble itself is Drew McIntyre. I, I don't think Drew McIntyre has a chance at winning I, the Rumble. I, mm-hmm. I think it's very wide open this year. It, I, I do too. I, I legit think it, it's it's a incredibly open rumble because there's enough time to put together for whatever show doesn't have the winner can put can build a WrestleMania main event uh, with enough time to spare. Let's see. Got chamber, you got Fastlane. Let's see what the Royal Rumble odds are. Reigns yeah. is the favorite at minus three fifty. Lesnar's mm-hmm. plus two hundred. McIntyre's plus four fifty. Cain Velasquez is in. Yeah, I did hear about that. CM Punk's plus six hundred. <laughs> Edge. Yeah, I've heard rumors about the both of them actually. Uh, 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 I would hate both of them. Edge less, but I, I don't want to see CM Punk wrestle. I don't. I think it's better that they don't. Yeah, I, I think it's better that they they, they both fuck. I would love to see Kevin Owens fucking win. Owens, I think, was the the general thought before. I think before everything happened with this with the with, with Rollins and the and and the Messiah stuff. I think that was. I think, I think going into the year twenty twenty, it looked like it was going to be Kevin Owens just to lose. But I yeah, think but it's, now it's, it's not. in this situation, it's probably not. Like ideally, Drew McIntyre Orton the Rumble. To me, um, it have been Owens and Owens and, and Rumble, Owens and the Rumble with Lesnar for the title, but it, it just didn't go this route. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Cam Velasquez, Punk and Edge, Kevin Owens is nine to one, Bray Wyatt is fifteen to one, Daniel Bryan eighteen to one, Finn eighteen, Keith Lee eighteen, Alistair 20, 23, Strowman twenty five. 
I would love Keith Lee to win this fucking thing. Keith Lee is is nuclear. He's probably the hottest dude right now in the company in terms of just momentum and stock. Keith Lee. Shanna Baszler is the favorite. In the women's rumble. Yep. Yeah, in the women's rumble. I see that Shanna's one to three, which would make sense because it kind of teased the Shanna Becky stuff going into Survivor Series. That would make sense. Shanna, I think, has done all she needs to do in NXT. Let's talk about this one where you're previewing the Rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Let's get back to Raw. Let's get back back to Raw. Uh, Drew versus Randy, I thought was a, a good match. Quality stuff between the two of them. A um, little bit of a disqualification. McIntyre technically um, gets the DQ win, but ultimately this was a good match. AJ and the LC kind of got involved you know, to break it up and did not have a real conclusive winner. But this was a good match. Uh, we got an RKO from Randy and respect. From Randy to Drew as the the segment closed, but these are two guys that are obviously going to be uh, big players in the Rumble this Sunday in Houston. Obviously AJ as well. Becky and Kyrie Sane, pretty much another attempt for obviously Lynch beat Sane uh, to make her tap out with the summer. However, this was another uh, attempt for Oscar to get the drop on Becky, and Oscar succeeded as it's clear that Oscar's in Becky's head. We'll see what happens at the Rumble between Asuka and Becky, as really Asuka is the last woman, the last elite woman left for Becky to beat uh, in terms of this uh, this Kill Bill kind of story that Becky's been rolling with. Next up, we got the Rumble. I'm very happy with this result. Of, a- of Viking Raiders versus AOP. I hope, uh, Viking Raiders versus Seth and Buddy. And, and this was a good match. This was a, this was a very good match. Very good. So the four of them really put it down very, very impressively well. Seth and Buddy win the tag titles thanks to Rollins getting the stomp on, I believe he stomped Eric. Yeah, he, he stomped Eric, and then Buddy got the pin so that the two of them win the tag titles. My one cons- my one problem with this is that you have an actual tag team in AOP. Why no, don't you- I don't <laughs> want AOP anywhere near those titles. Mm, I disagree. I'm a fan of AOP. I think I think AOP uh, should be. but yeah. AOP sort of stinks. Hot they tip. are kind of they are kind of shielding AOP as like the muscle of the crew, and then let Seth and Buddy kind of dominate and, and do their thing. My I, and I get why you're doing this because it's a heel group, and you have your two. Singles it gives Seth something to do. So <laughs> and, and you have your two singles titles on Raw tied up with other heels. Yeah. We you or Seth being in the WWE title and going after Brock again, I think is way too soon. So the yeah. only way Seth goes after the WWE title is when a face person beats Brock, and then you have the US title with Andrade. So yeah, that's another heel. So you can't have Buddy go after the US title. So I think Raw's hands are kind of tied in that sense. Okay, and what's then the, the street profits do a weekend update gimmick. Fuck the SNL dudes. Fuck. The SNL dudes. I don't want I, them to come in. I did think it was funny. Because the Street Profits It wasn't great. funny. The street, uh, I find the Street Profits very entertaining. Comedy. I, I find them entertaining. I do find the Street Profits entertaining. So, and I think that, and I think the Street Profits would be the ideal team to beat them. I think they'd be the ideal team to beat Seth and Buddy. So, okay, you give the Street Profits something to chase for. Because you really weren't going to have them chase too much out of the Viking Raiders. So I'm perfectly okay with them going after Seth and Buddy. I think that'll work perfectly fine. Eventually, there's a big payoff with the Street Profits win the titles, and then you go from there. So you give the Street Profits something to do. 
Because it looks, it seems clear to me that they're the best face team on Raw. So you got you got something there. So that that's gonna be fine. Eric Rowan would dispose of Matt Hardy uh, but, uh, very effectively and efficiently. But this means Rose the Fox return was... of Colin Yost and Jay. I don't. Yeah, know. no, no, yeah, no. That that part I agree with. Those two don't need to be in. Fuck, be they don't need to be fucking. No, nah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I agree with that. Uh, that's a hundred percent true. But the street poppins doing whatever street poppins do, I find funny. That then the bullshit of bullshit. Rusev. So let so let's let, let, let's set the scene here. We've had a really good roll so far. We've, we've had. And then really they decided the main event with this shit. Come on now. <laughs> we had a really good match to start. We had a really good tag match. We had a really good like third uh, main event with Drew and Randy. And then we get this. We get the story. The, the basically the one story that nobody wants as the main event. As, as that's the go, that's the last match before the go home. I would have left. Go home, Rob, before the rumble. I would have left. Oh. I would have left. No, this this was this was, and it wasn't even good. Not even the Rusev Lashley stuff, which you've seen a hundred times by now. No, nothing about this was I, good. No, left. Why it. can't this story die? Rusev and like like Lashley and Lana always seem to win. Just just let this story die. They won already. Forget it. Let's move on. Let's let all four parties go to the respective Royal Rumbles and keep it pushing. <clears throat> it, it, it's, it's really dumb. All of this is dumb. Yes. Let's, let's, let's get a, uh, okay. They, Lashley, we get it. Lana and Lashley win. They, they, they won. They won this argument. They won the story here. Let, let's get it. Let, let's finish this and be done with it. We're good. Can we, we have get a- the idea. If you want to have Bruce have eliminate Lashley and, and have that as the last thing that happens, whatever. So be it. Do nothing with these four going forward. We are perfectly cool. Let, let them go on their separate ways. Let, let Lana manage Lashley and, and go, go on with their careers. Let Rusev do his thing. Let Lana do, let uh, Liv Morgan do her thing. Keep it moving. That's pretty, that's what I'm saying here. All right. So that was raw. And then you want to do uh, AEW? A- yeah, NXT? let's do AEW. All right. This was an excellent show because they took out all the shit I didn't like. (laughs) So AEW, for the most part, has received pretty good reviews lately. It's been pretty, it's been quality stuff. It's been quality wrestling, and the commentaries were solid. The crowds have been hot. Everything about it's been generally except for the Nightmare Collective and the Dark Order. (laughs) Those have been the two major weaknesses from all parties involved. Um, pretty much either of those two entities, and neither How the made the Jericho. Did they find Mel? And oh, she was so neither bad. Made, neither made the Jericho Cruise, and I think most parties were generally cool with it. Yeah, I was very cool with it. Um, Paige's intro graphic said, "Was hoping this would be a booze cruise." I I, I cracked up at that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was kind of funny. So when we started the show. With the tag team title match that Kenny Omega and Hangman Page earned the previous week by winning the Fatal 4-Way Tag. Uh, so they fight SCU for the tag titles. Good match. It, it was, it was, this was a very quality match to start the show. I like the way they did it. The, the crowd was ready to go with it. The, 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 the action itself was pretty fast-paced. I think it was a very solid match to start with. Yeah, this is going on my spreadsheet. So... Very good stuff to start with, and the winner was, was uh, Hangman and Kenny. 
Uh, then we get a title with the buckshot, uh, Lariat, to get it done. And that was it. The buckshot Lariat to Kazarian to get the win and the titles. This was good stuff. And the promo after it was also good. Where the Bucks came in to celebrate with uh, with their fellow, well, one of the fellow league members, obviously Hangman left the group. But uh, they, they, and, they came in to celebrate. Hangman uh, did a nice dig at the end. Saying, like, it's amazing we got to do these titles before you guys did. By you guys obviously meaning the Bucks. So this was Baker. She's a dentist. Did Ooh. you know? Oh, did you know Britt Baker was a dentist? Could you not tell by the entrance video or the, or the robe that she wears to the ring? Yeah, it's uh, Britt, Britt got it. Uh, never mind the Britt beating Priscilla Kelly. Never, we, we got, we knew that was going to happen. We established that. But the scathing promo she put on Shivani, <laughs> though. Tony was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Nobody was ready to. Tear into my barista ness. Nobody was ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. No I one was ready for that. after that. Why did she bury him like that? That was wow. I don't even like. I don't even rock with Starbucks like that. But I feel bad for Starbucks baristas after that. Like that was that was cold. And then she's like being a role model as a full time job. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, really? That was and like for Kurt Baker, there's probably like ten hotter girls on that boat. That was so. That, that, At that, least that's probably 10. factual. That's probably factual. We're not saying that Brit's, Brit's unattractive or anything, but yeah, there are, that's really pretentious of you to do that. To go that route, like yo, man, I feel, I really do feel bad for Starbucks baristas now, and they they got good cookies too. Anyway, the um, <laughs> anyway, we we go to the uh, the inner circle versus Jurassic Express was this the next was match. This, this was, was also very fun. This was also very fun. Jericho, this this good stuff between Lucha the. Jurassic Express and, and Jericho, really, but obviously including Santana Ortiz, who are a really good team in their own right as well. This is this is a, a good match. All in all, Jericho gets it done. Uh, Jericho's crew gets it done uh, with the the Judas effect. After yeah, so there's a Judas Marco effect there, Stunt. and Marco's couple near falls on the champion, which no one mm. be- no one in their right mind believed because yep. he's Marco fucking Stunt. Yep. So it's but but it's Jericho who gets the pin on his cruise and gets it done. So uh, Jericho gets this is a, this is a solid match. So they're a very good very good fun match. I would love to see Luchasaurus fight Jericho one on one, but this this was or Hager or Hager or Hager yeah Hager too. Uh, but, but yeah, this this was fun. This was a good match. MJF versus Joey Janela. MJF continuing to spit heat on the microphone before the match, and then a solid match with Janela. Which leads to Janela's ex-girlfriend uh, making out on the stage, uh, and MJF getting it done with the uh, with obviously Kip Sabin and Penelope Frost provided the distraction. Penelope Ford. Hmm? Ford. Oh, Penelope Ford. Yeah, Penelope Ford. Uh, with the distraction, and then MJF capitalized with the double cross to get the pinfall win. So that's how MJF gets the win here. But it's after the match where this continues to to provide more stuff. MJF picks up the mic, does his thing, and he obviously spits more heat at Cody with a warload not on the cruise. Cody obviously accepted the the terms to uh, what was how this was going to go down before the Revolution match. Cody clearly couldn't touch him, 
But unfortunately for MJF, Cody had a plan. And Cody's plan was to involve his friends and the Young Bucks. Both Bucks would super kick MJF and then send MJF into the swimming pool where it was obvious that oh, MJF could not swim. <clears throat> so a good segment where Cody got a little bit of revenge against the Bucks. As it seems obvious, MJF is going to get the drop on Cody pretty much from here on in until the pay-per-view, it, it would yeah. seem. I think this, this is a good way to do it. And then and it it- interview Tiger with Kenny and Adam Page. Mm-hmm. Which you talked about. Right, right. And then we got to the main event scene of Patrick. We have Mark. next week's show. Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz versus Darby Allen and Private Party. Young Bucks versus Butcher and the Blade. That's going to be good. And Kobe, Cody versus Kip Sabian. That should be interesting. Yeah, I, I thought the Butcher Blade versus the Bucks. I think it's going to be a pretty good match. But then we got the main event. Uh, the winner gets to shout out of Jericho at Revolution. Mox versus Puck. Jericho obviously is at the at the uh, commentary table as, as he should have been. Because let's face it, this, it absolutely involved him. It was a solid match, but ultimately it was Mox that gets it done with the paradigm shift. But a very good match all the way through. Obviously, we got some stuff with the with the eye and and, and Pac ripping out the bandage and and attacking the eye. But ultimately, it's the toughness of, of Mox that gets that gets the job done, and Moxley gets the pin. Goes on to Revolution and will fight Jericho, one eye or two eyes, for the AEW Championship. And Jericho stared down, and during Jericho's entrance, they all sang Judas. Which I thought was awesome. I think that that's that's rather very awesome. So, a good, good AEW. This was a very productive AEW. I probably would say it's a little bit, it was a little bit better than um, NXT this week. I did like some stuff in NXT, but I think AEW is just a more solid show. I will yeah, say. Yeah, because... Because I thought the uh, first hour of NXT was, like, nothing until, like, the Berserweights and the uh, and Keith Lee versus Roddy. Now, I did like the matches that NXT did. I did like what they did. It just didn't have the, the energy and the flow that <laughs> AEW did. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. AEW had a special show. It's hard. It's, it. hard. Um, it's hard to have that energy. Right, on a consistent weekly weekly basis. Like the last two weeks, I would say NXT was definitely better. Like like since since we got like the New Year's tributes out the way, like the first real shows of the year, this was uh the third one. This was the I would say the the, the third one for each show. This uh, right now I would say starting the year off of real shows, I would say it's two to one NXT. But uh, but we'll, we'll start. But NXT started this week with GYVs but versus Riley. AEW in the ratings. Just hey, saying. 3-0-A-E-W in the ratings. Just yes. saying. <clears throat> so we start NXT off this week with GYVs versus Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Obviously going on to the finals of the Dusty Cup. That's the prize here. And this was a productive match. Very productive match. It's also very good tag team wrestling between both heel teams. Uh, we didn't really just see never clicked into a high gear, which... No, right. Right. I think both these teams are good as, su- as supplementary pieces to kicking in the high gear, but letting the faces kick in the high gear. But neither team. But they're both heel teams. That's heel the teams. problem. Yeah. So, like, yeah, them being both heel teams doesn't really help in terms of kicking in the high gears uh, for both. Like, if either of them face Fabian and, uh, and uh, Marcel Bartel, Eichner and Bartel, I think absolutely Eichner and Bartel could kick it to a high gear. Oh, yeah. They're one of the few heels yeah, that can actually do it. Right, DIY could do it. Mustache Mountain can do it. 
but but Eichner and Bartel especially and Andrews and Webster too. But but Eichner and Bartel I think is one of the few heel teams in WWE that can actually kick it to a high gear. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, oh yeah. Team. Yeah. Eichner and Bartel are awesome. They're yeah, they, one, they can, one of my favorite tag teams. They, they they absolutely are. They can definitely kick it to a high gear. Revival kick has shown they can do it, but they're better on supplementary pieces uh, for for high gear stuff. But but Eichner and Bartel I think is one of the few heel teams that can actually kick it to a high gear. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but this match was good. This match is a, a good match here. And GYVs get it down with a little bit of a distraction from Imperium. You had to know Payback was coming the, after what uh, Endispeed R did at uh, TakeOver Blackpool 2. Uh, they got the drop on Imperium after the Walter match. Imperium was a distraction. They didn't do anything physically, but they were a distraction uh, visually for all four members of Undisputed Era. This allowed Drake and Gibson to drop the, the ticket, to Lund- ticket to Mayhem. Oh, I believe they dropped it on, on O'Reilly to get the pin and, uh, and and get the pin and move on forward to the finals of the Dusty uh, Finals, the Dusty Cup. EO versus Tony was a productive match. I thought it was fine. My one problem, I wish it had a conclusive winner. I wish it, I wish, yeah, I didn't like the finish. I wish it had a conclusive winner. I, I was okay with the interference of Bianca. I was okay with Bianca attacking. EO and Tony, and really especially Tony, but I wish it happened after the match. I, w- I would have been cool with a, with a conclusive winner and then Bianca attack. Apparently, EO injured her leg, injured her knee in the match. And they had to. <clears throat> so they kind of, they probably had to rush the finish on that. But I think it, I wish, it, had EO not gotten hurt, I wish it would have been Bianca doing the, making what, pretty much everything that happened after the match, after the match had a conclusive ending. I wish that would have been the case. But I guess EO hurting herself kind of rushed everything and then wanted everything to play off against smoothly or as smoothly as humanly possible. Remember, Bianca is going to fight the NXT champion, whomever she is, at NXT Women's Champion at TakeOver Portland. Yeah. Let's see here. Finn Balor versus Joaquin Wilde. Really, Balor disposed of Joaquin Wilde fairly quickly. Uh, so, but Joaquin Wilde's time will come. I think this is just a way for Balor to, to get to get ready for his battle of Ivan Dragunov at Worlds Collide. That's really what this was. <clears throat> Baszler versus Blackheart. Not bad. It's a solid match. Blackheart really accounted for herself fairly well. Yeah, there's much bigger things ahead of Shana. Sure does. Sure does. Like Wilder and Balor. Royal Rumble. Rough off. Royal Rumble. Like Wilder and Balor. This is more so, okay, Shayna doing her thing and setting herself up for bigger stuff, and Blackheart's going to have bigger stuff in NXT coming. So I think that's more or less what this was. And Blackheart obviously put up a really good fight against Shayna, but ultimately Shayna put her to, put her to sleep with a Carafluta clutch to, to get the submission win, and it ultimately put her to sleep afterwards. Now so we get a really, really good video package. I love this video package. Yes! Kaya and Tegan Knox. <laughs> I like how they... They've been slow playing this rivalry pretty good. They've been slow playing it pretty good. I'm okay with this. And they're gonna they're gonna finally throw down next week, and I'm okay with this. I like how they slow played this. So, Cruiserweights and Imperium. This was fucking good. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. Remember when I said the the, the, the Imperiums, Eichner and Barcel could, could kick it to high gear? Well, they did, and they faced the team that also could kick it to high gear in Riddle and Pete Dunn. And this this was good. This this was this was legit. This was legitimately really good. 
So an all an awesome match. NXT's I would say their best, slightly over over Lee and, and Roddy, but but this was the best match of the evening, I would say. Three and uh, three they, quarters. Hmm? Three and three quarters, slightly ab- under four stars. That's fair. Not yeah, not, fair not a slight, but we've seen better from the four of them, and it's, it's, it's I think it's a fair rating. Yeah. But ultimately, it was uh so yeah, this, this was good. This was again a quality match, and, and in the end, it was the Broser Wakes getting it done uh, with the GTS Negro dropkick combo uh, to get the pin and move onward to the finals where they will face GYVs. A hilarious promo cut by Matt Riddle afterward, and a a pretty good lead up to the battle that's coming next week uh, with the GYVs from NXT UK and, and Riddle and Dunn coming from NXT to see who wins the Dusty Cup. Main event of Keith Lee versus Roddy Strong. And this was a solid match. I like the way this was built. I like the way that this, this, this played out. This was, was very good, too. It was, this was a very good match. NXT definitely did end strong. I was a little surprised that we didn't get any interference from Ciampa or Gargano uh, mm-hmm. coming after uh, Undisputed Era to kind of help Keith Lee. But apparently Keith Lee didn't need it. Keith Lee just didn't need it. And proceeded to... Uh, Beat Roddy Strong and win the NXT North American Championship. Oh, Baskin is glory. Keith Lee gets it done, wins the NXT North American Championship. As we've been saying for the last few weeks, he's been pretty much the the hottest person in NXT, not named Rhea Ripley, in terms of all the momentum that he's been building. And once again, he, he gets it done and wins the title. So props to Keith Lee for for ending the prophecy. The 126-day prophecy that that the Undisputed Era have had uh, with all four members holding gold. So Keith Lee, Roddy becomes the first to lose their title of the four members of Undisputed Era. The last to win. Brawl after the show. This led to a very good brawl between Undisputed Era and Imperium. And then Cole took a fucking chop. It was set the scene for an awesome four-on-four. And then the chop, the end, the chop did a chop. <laughs> and I love the way Nigel set it up too. <laughs> See, here come the fireworks, and then Walter basically chops the chops Adam Cole back in 2019. The chop de la chop. that hurt. That that had to hurt. Adam Cole sold it like a champ. It, it, it that looked like it hurt. And I, I love how they built this up. So this is gonna be a, a dope four on four. I'm I'm here for this four on four. That's gonna happen on Saturday. Or Worlds Collide uh, coming in. Worlds Collide's going to be pretty good. Worlds Collide feels Let's like a Let's go. Let's fucking go. For- Worlds Collide. Worlds Collide feels like a takeover. It feels, yeah, it feels it, like a takeover with all these good matches. So we it, have it, a pre-show match. Because takeovers don't have pre-show matches. Um, because <laughs> they don't have the taped NXT anymore. Because they do NXT live. Right, Miss right. Kim versus Kaylee Ray. Now, this, I believe, is not for the title. So, it's a non-title deal. But I think it's going to be a good match. I would have to think you're going to have Kaylee Ray win. Yeah. Let's see. There's two, four, six matches on the card. It's going to be 3-3. Three, three. It's just a matter of how this is going to go. Um, First match. Uh, you got to open with fucking DIY versus Mustache Round. You're going to open with your second hottest 
You're gonna open with your second hottest match, and I don't care. This, this, this screams. We match don't of the fucking year care at this point, but <laughs> this screams match of the year quality. The, the, the four of them are gonna put out. Holy fuck! They're gonna put out. They're gonna put out. I don't even care that that Gargano and Chamberg should hate each other. This is a dream match, and we're gonna get it. They, they they did a little bit of a stare down. That was a WWE exclusive. They did a bit of a stare down uh, before um, during NXT, where both teams shook hands, but, but the crowd was hot for all, for the match. So this is gonna be a classic. This screams classic and potential second match of the year candidate for Tyler Bate. We say second because of what in the world he did with Jordan Devlin and Blackpool. Speaking of Jordan Devlin, he is on this show mm-hmm. for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. So we got Devlin, Austin? Travis Banks, Isaiah Swerve Scott, and Angel Garza. So Garza and Swerve from NXT, and Jordan and Travis from UK. This should be a good four-way. This should be a very good Fatal 4-Way, I would say. I think this is going to be a highly entertaining Fatal 4-Way. I think Angel retains, but this is going to be... No, they should I, give I, the belt to fucking Devlin. I, I, yeah, they should give the fucking belt to Devlin. That's my opinion. After what Devlin and Bate and ba- did, they should both win their respective matches for their respective teams. But this... this, this I think Angel retains, but yeah, I, you got to put a title they, on Devlin. They got to put the fucking belt on Devlin. You gotta put a title on on De- Oh, Devlin has some classics in um, in the U- in the uh, two five division. Oh, he can have some classics. He can have a good battles with Leo Rush. He can have some good battles. Yeah, let's fucking go. Ooh, bring a Devlin stateside. That would actually be gross. Oh, that would actually be gross. Uh, what he, he, would he would he would kill it with with some dudes in two hundred five. Devlin Garza alone. Ooh. That, that, Devin Garza one-on-one would be good. I mean, there's, there's a whole lot of potential with Devin. If, one. A if whole Korea lot of was still in the cruiserweight division? Yeah, oh, fuck! <laughs> that would actually be nice. Like, like that would See, Devin could kill it. In this. He could kill it in 205. If he went to 205 full-on, he, he could kill it with the 205 division. Now, since mm. the 205s with NXT, it, it, it's a possibility. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 100%. No, that's... There's a whole lot of possibilities to double game stateside. Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov. This, mm, so how I think Balor is winning this because yeah, he's fucking It's gonna be a very good match. Yeah, you're gonna keep Balor strong for Gargano. That, that's true. Was why the DIY is gonna win their match. DIY is gonna fucking win, but who fucking yeah. cares? You can't DIY versus fucking Mustache Yeah. So I think that'll I think that'll happen there. I'll be a battle versus Dragon is going to be hard hitting. They're, they're going to hit each other as hard as they possibly can. Uh, but ultimately, I think it'll be Finn that gets it done. I agree there. Ray Ripley. So it, it's going to happen. In, it's going to happen. In, they're going to put it in the Toyota Center too. So we're going to get a crowd. We're going to get good, good crowd for this. I'm good with this. We're going to get a good crowd for this. So that that'll be dope. Oh, I'm I'm good with that. That's going to be that's going to be nice. We're gonna get a real good crowd for this. Rare so we got Rhea team. versus Tony for the NXT Women's Championship. I have to think that Rhea retains, right. and we get to Rhea versus Bianca in Portland. But I think this is gonna I, be a solid I, I match. Tony Storm's ass would win. Tony's becoming a heel, and I think that's okay. 
I'm okay with it. And Tony became heel. Yep. <clears throat> I think Tony could play a good heel. I think, I think she could play a productive heel. So, like, whatever face um, on the NXT UK division, women's division, wins the title. I think that, that's the one problem. You really don't have – other than Piper Nevin, who's the next best woman's face? I think that's the problem that they're going to run into. But, uh, but, but yeah, but Tony absolutely – Because that UK women's division sucks. It's not kidding. good. After, after Kaylee – and after Kaylee, Tony, and Piper, really not no. And maybe Jack. I like Jackie Gabbard going forward, but not much else is real. Like Nina Samuels is kind of all right. Hmm? I think she left. Not Nina Samuels. I'm, I'm not thinking of Jenny. Like Jenny. Like Jenny's all right. Jenny sucks. <laughs> Jenny fuck. Yeah, I'm sorry. Jenny fucking sucks. I, I kind of wish Dakota Kai stayed in the UK. Like I, I think Dakota would have been nice in the UK still and provided a little bit more life to that division. But there's really only yeah there's really only three or four we're like the three we mentioned that the, the, uh, did the That's triple threat in Blackpool they haven't really signed up in the UK the, right they, they, they really haven't put in because the, the, there really isn't much to put on I think that I think they that's where they're really they're... signed B because B's in AEW mm-hmm. so yeah so. they need more they need more that's the one division that needs depth yeah I think in, with, with either NXT. Because the, the women's division and, and the and the stateside NXT is pretty stacked. It's a real stacked division in, in the women in the US side of NXT. But in the UK side of it, there's not much there. You got your three main pieces and you maybe have I think Gabbard can has got some potential, but after those four, there's not much there. They, um, they, they can they can use some of uh, some stateside talent going overseas. I, I think that's uh, honestly that's the way it should be. Imperium versus Undisputed Era. Who's the baddest crew of the of the two four man crews in NXT? Who's the baddest of the of the two? I don't know who's gonna win this match. I don't either. Because I don't know how Undisputed Era deals with Walter, but but the the speed and the precision or Wolf or Wolf, yeah, Wolf size. I mean, they dealt with Wolf before, but I would say that they had the sanity stuff. But the size of Walter is going to be a lot for, and, and Imperium seems to whenever Walter's involved in a match, he, al- he almost always wins. I yes. know it was Imperium. I think I Imperium. Was Imperium too. I, I just don't know how to deal with Walter. I, I I just don't know how to deal with him. As good as Undisputed Era has been over the last two years, I I just don't know how to deal with Walter. I think Undisputed yeah, Era swan song. I think yeah, I think it's it's looking like the four of them are gonna come. I think they're gonna lose their Fish and O'Reilly. I think they're gonna lose their titles quickly, and then and then Cole loses his as well, and, and they probably get caught up after WrestleMania. I send all four of them to Raw immediately after WrestleMania though. Yeah. I send all four of them to Raw and have them wreck shop in some way, shape, form, or fashion against somebody productive on Raw. But yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's the beginning of the end of Undisputed Era in NXT. I, I can totally see that. And then, um, so what? You have Ciampa win in Portland, or do you have Cole retain against Ciampa and then lose it to somebody else in in Tampa Bay? Who's somebody else? Who's a fucking Keith Lee in Tampa? Oh, okay. So you, oh, so you have Keith Lee lose the title before his title before then? Oh Ooh, no, be... no, you have yeah. Keith Lee lose the fucking title and fucking ship rock him to fucking WrestleMania. <laughs> so, so you so you give Keith Lee a rocket ship too? Okay. You give Keith Lee a fucking rocket ship. See how fucking open Keith Lee was at Survivor Series? 
Keith Lee was so good. Yeah, he was he was so over at Survivor Series. And like I said earlier in, the, in this episode, I'd have Keith Lee come out number two. I'd have Keith be the first one to step to Brock. I really would. I, I think I don't know Brock, I don't know Brock would be able to do what, what he would do with it. To me, I'd have Lee face Dijakovic in Portland, and and that rivalry once and for all with a conclusive winner. Have Dijakovic win the title, and then have Dijakovic run with the North American title. I probably have Ciampa lose to Cole, but Velveteen return to get Cole and win the title from him, and then yeah. Velveteen be the be NXT champion. I think he could he could take it and run. As for the tie titles, probably put it on the Broserweights. Have the Broserweights win the Dusty Cup next week, and then have the Broserweights beat Fish and O'Reilly and win the tie yeah. titles. I think that would be the proper way to do it because you have enough heel teams in NXT with the Forgotten Sons involved you there as well. You strapped the fucking rocket to Keith Lee. You strapped that but, fucking but, rocket. But, but the call-ups to me are Lee and Undisputed Era. Those five come up at the WrestleMania. Those are the WrestleMania call-ups to me. I have Dijakovic and Velveteen run with their respective titles. I have the Broseboys run with their respective titles because Riddle and Dunn something to do. To do. And have those parties run with those titles. For that, but bring... I probably put Lee on SmackDown. That would be funny as fuck. <laughs> I still think he's going to get this work from DeAndre Wilder in, in February. But uh, that, that, that would be something. If him or Cam Velasquez won, won and they did it for the, for the clicks and, and all that. That would be kind of ridiculous. Alright, so that that's Worlds Collide in Houston on Saturday. We got Royal Rumble on Sunday. Royal Rumble 2020. And we got the matches here. We'll start with the United Andrade versus Humberto. Yep, that match has been made official. All right, good. They are going to run it back. Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. Uh, they're going to run it back for the U.S. Championship. I think Andrade keeps the title, but I'd like to see Humberto actually win it. Humberto beat him a couple times in December. One and once for TLC and then once the following night. I think Andrade gets his revenge and gets the pin here. So I think Andrade is going to keep it. Okay. And yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good match, though. I think it'll be a good match. Bailey versus Lacey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I think Bailey escapes in part because Sasha helps her out. But I do think Bailey will escape, even though Lacey's got a bunch of momentum going into this match. Let's see here. We got Gable versus Sheamus. Sheamus, I think, will be strong. Sheamus will, will be Gable. Well, I think it'll be a pretty solid match. Uh, let's see here. We got Corbin versus Reigns. False can anywhere. I think Reigns gets his win back from TLC. Reigns gets the win. Mm-hmm. We got Becky versus Asuka for the, for the Women's Championship on Raw. I have to think Becky wins. I have to think yeah, he Becky wins. Yeah, Becky wins. I have to think so. Now, there's two schools of thought. To me, with this with this strap match, you abandon the team. You abandon the team because if, if Bryant wins, I think it sets up for Roman to fight him at WrestleMania, and then the, and the, to get as many eyes on Fox as humanly possible. I think they're kind of burning out the fiend and burning out the, the whole flow with with him. I, I think which they, is a good thing. Yeah, they're, they're, killing, they're killing it off, which is which is a lot of people are, are very okay with. Well, it's obviously with SmackDown with WrestleMania. They obviously try to build to a casual crowd and casual audiences. And you need mainstream people to do that. In order to do that, you need the fiend. You probably need Daniel Bryan to be the champion. So I think that's the route they're going to go. 
I'm one of the I'm one of the few people that actually like the theme. But I think Fuck that's the route they're going to go is Bryant winning. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't although, but, also, although I will say this: if it gets rid of the red lighting, okay, it gets rid of the. I, I can live with that. If this is how they have to end the red lighting, so be it. Then, then, then let's let's end the red lighting. Women's Wear Rumble match. I'm going to go Charlotte. I would love to see Sasha win, but I think it's, it's tailor made for Charlotte to win it. I think it's going to be Shayna. Okay. Mm. I'm pretty also be good. And then for the men's, I'm going to put. I would love for it to be Drew. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Keith fucking Lee. Mm. I don't fucking care. Keith Lee, they're strapping the damn rocket to him. I would. Uh, I strapped the rocket to Keith Lee. I completely understand. I'm gonna go Drew McIntyre. I think it's McIntyre's time. I really, I, I really think it's his time. I, I would love to see a one on one with him and Brock. I think that would be a really good one on one. He's strapped the fucking rocket to Keith Lee. <laughs> I, 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 and okay, so which champion do you have him go after? Do you have him go after Brock, or do you have him go after uh, or go after Fiender or? You have him go after fucking Brock. Keith Lee and Brock would have a fucking dynamite that, match. That would actually be really. That would actually be really good. There's so much that if Brock was actually willing to, to do stuff, there'd be so much that Keith and Brock could actually. do. That would be so much fun. That would actually be pretty fun. I'm gonna go Drew McIntyre. I think they're gonna go that route with uh, with, with Drew. I absolutely do call Keith Lee up. Uh, I think they're. I think they'll, they'll put Keith Keith in the U.S. title picture, or if he goes to SmackDown, the IC title picture. Uh, right away, which I absolutely would do that, but I'm gonna go Drew McIntyre. I think McIntyre is ready to win this thing. I think he's ready to be WWE champion. I absolutely go that route and have Drew be be Brock to win the title at, at WrestleMania. So that's that's your look at the Royal Rumble weekend that is approaching as the WWE season WrestleMania season effectively begins on Saturday when Worlds Collide, but truly this Sunday in Houston at the Royal Rumble. Um. Yes, and Championship Sunday was last Sunday. Beatdowns for both conferences. And really, Tennessee actually put up a decent fight for about a quarter. For a quarter and change. Tennessee actually got up 10 nothing, and even 17-7 to uh, after a while. But the power of Kansas City's offense is just way too much. Kansas City's offense is just way too good. Pat Mahomes had that incredible run. Again, the end zone really changed the, uh, the proceedings. And all, after a while, Tennessee just couldn't keep up. The Titans just couldn't keep up with them. And it would turn into an easier win than it looked, I would say, for Kansas City. So the Chiefs get it done in the AFC. In the NFC, this was Raheem over. Mostert. Right, Raheem Mostert. This is basically, I mean, this is one of the few things that was probably over quicker than the Conor McGregor fight. But this was over really, really early. Is and that your NyQuil of them? Of the week? It has to be. I mean, he did in the 40 seconds. I, mean, I think it, it has Connors. It sort of looked weak as shit, but. He really did. Oh, and there's a video on Twitter that Darren Ravel shared. Some dude lost stacks of money. Plural in Vegas. There's a video on Darren Ravel on YouTube. Like, he like he lost that kind of money that fast. Uh, for betting on Cowboy to beat uh, Connor. <laughs> Look, that Why would anybody horribly. bet on Cowboy? No, this is that was a really really stupid decision. That was a really stupid move, and he do lost a whole lot of money betting on Cowboy. If you Conor McGregor, he lost in 40 seconds 
flat. So th this was a beatdown of quick proportions. So getting back to the NFC Championship game, that's one of the few things that was over quicker than the McGregor fight. The, the Packers just had no answers for the Niners. Raheem Mostert dominated. Rodgers just looked like, I I'm just going to yeah, throw there, this. there was nothing he could have done. There, there was nothing. Rodgers tried his hardest. He really did. But there was nothing over – there was nothing he could have done. There was, there was simply nothing there. It was, it was just a, a savage beating. It was just a savage beatdown over on, on – from the Niners to the Packers in every possible way. The Niners defensive line and linebackers got it in and beat up the Packers, who's off the line, other than uh, the, the right, their excellent right tackle – Really just, just couldn't get it done. It just couldn't move at all. Green Bay tried late, but ultimately it's just way, way too late. So, the Niners get it done. So, we look like we're looking at the best offense versus the best defense going to the Super Bowl and matching up. Either way, one coach is going to be successful in kind of avenging the failure that he had in the uh, for a Super Bowl's past. Will it be Andy Reid, who could be avenging the failure that he had in Super Bowl uh, 35? Or 39, or, to three. or Kyle Shanahan, who's effectively the architect of 28 to 3, being the mean that it has been today. One of these two teams is going to fail. One of these two teams is going to succeed in winning the Super Bowl for the first time in either 25 years or 50 years. That's what we're dealing with in Miami. Whoa, 2020. They're testing on two new rules at the Pro Bowl. I did notice that. Where one new rule is going to be that kind of the two eliminate onside kicks and the massive unlikelihood of people actually converting them, there's going to be a 4th and 15 rule at the 25-yard yes. your 25-yard I like that rule. I like that's, that rule a lot. That's creative. I think it's. I think it's, it'll lead to more interesting football. It will lead to some exciting football. I can live with this being a thing. Because the onside kicks are so hard to actually convert, and it, it's become much harder to do so over the last few years. And so this one, I can still to do it. <laughs> yeah, I can actually dig this one. This one I can keep. I, I can keep the other one with the whole legal formation thing. That, that actually wouldn't be too bad either. But this one I like. This one I honestly like. You, you can take you can take a real risk and, and go fourth and fifteen at the twenty five. And and this rule becomes a thing. Watch somebody do something really really stupid. You know, they do it at a really really dumb time and, and, and convert and, and then like it's incomplete and cost somebody a game or something. I can totally see that being a thing. So the uh, replacement player for the Pro Bowl, Ryan Tannehill for the AFC. Yep. Cortland Sutton, DJ Chark, Orlando Brown. So Ravens got another one. Mm -hmm. um, Joe... That's, thir that's 13 for the Ravens. Let me see if the Ravens... Blaine Johnson got added. Uh... He didn't have that great of a, He was hurt a lot, too. I don't know if I like that. I don't like the, I don't like the Devontae Parker got passed up, either. The, the Rick Lovato got selected. Hmm. The long snapper for the Eagles. Eagles had one. Fletcher Cox. Who, until December, I don't think really was worthy of the Pro Bowl. But Ertz. Ertz was fine. Kelsey. Kelsey was Brooks. fine. He was fine. Because Brooks, Brooks had an all-pro year. Kelsey had an all-pro year. I think both were absolutely warranted. Ertz was warranted. Over we have five pro bowlers. Other than Cox, I'm not going to argue them. 
I don't think Fletcher should have got in, but the other the other four I think were perfectly fine. I think he got in based over reputation. Yes, that's that's exactly why he got in. Miami didn't get any, but the Miami didn't get any and pretty much didn't deserve any. But I would have absolutely put Devontae Parker in. He was fourth in the league in receiving. It absolutely killed it this year. I think Parker absolutely should have got in and, and, and was snubbed. <coughs> right. Right. But ultimately, so the Pro Bowl is going to happen this Sunday, uh, per usual. The Pro Bowl and the NHL All Star Game happening uh, on the weekend that the Super Bowl does not happen. But most people, most of us, probably won't watch it anyway because of the Royal Rumble uh, being Sunday night. So or the Grammys. Or the Grammys. Or a lot of people are, are going to watch the Grammys as well. So yeah. So the, basically, they're going to go against the Grammys. No, Let's see either. what's going on in the Grammys, actually. I'm actually gonna watch, probably watch the Grammys on like my small screen, and then watch the Royal Rumble on a big screen. The performers are, performers are gonna be, oh, Aerosmith and Run DMC. That actually be pretty good. Um, they're gonna do a Nipsey Hustle tribute, which I think is fine. With DJ Khaled, Kirk Franklin, John Legend, Meek Mill, Roddy Rich, and YG. Mm-hmm. Camila Cabal, Billy Irish, Will Not X, Billy Race Irish, BTS and Diplo. That's mm-hmm. a weird combination. <laughs> um, Ariana Grande, her, Jonas Brothers, Lizzo, Demi Lovato, Ben Platt, John Bonnie Ray. It's a tribute to John Prine, who is. A folk singer. Rosilia, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani, Tanya Tucker and Brandy Carlisle, um, Tyler the Creator and Charlie Wilson. Love me some Charlie Wilson. Okay. Love me some Uncle Charlie. So I'd be interested with Tyler the Creator though, but love me some Uncle Charlie. I'm cool with that. Charlie Wilson's performing on his own. Oh, okay. Oh, that's even better. Again, love me some Uncle Charlie. Uncle Soul Charlie. Soul Train, right? Oh, Charlie Wilson, yeah, like he's a uh, he's kind of he's an R and B singer. Uh, he's an R and B singer. Yeah, like yeah, like have you ever heard the the song Charlie Last Name Wilson? That's him. And like, oh really, Uncle yeah. Charlie? Oh oh okay. Yeah, we we a lot, a lot of people like who, who listen to the R and B and rap music. We would call him Uncle Charlie for short. But uh, but yeah, but he's uh, yeah yeah I I, I clicked on his Wikipedia. Um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to Aerosmith and Run DMC, even though Aerosmith just kicked out Joey Kramer. Okay. Um, their drummer. And that's something you'll probably you'd probably cover on the on the hard on your hard and heavy uh, show. Uh, yeah. Hopefully they do do something. At least mention Neil Peart. Um, for um, drum, since he recently passed away. Yeah, uh, like last week. Yeah, that was last week, January seventh, yeah. okay. two weeks ago. It was an, wasn't announced till the tenth. Hmm. I've, like really I've been looking forward to the Nipsey Hustle tribute. Uh, I, I'm looking for the, the Nipsey. That that was felt in the hip hop community. That was a big, big deal. That was a big loss. That was a huge um, loss in the, in the hip hop community because Nipsey was really one of the best rappers out. Um, but when he when he was unfortunately gunned down. 
in, in LA, but he, he was one of the best rappers out. He, he was doing big things in the, in the hip hop community. So that, that was, that was a huge deal. So multiple nominations. Lizzo has eight. Yeah. Lizzo's going to win a few. Billy Eilish has six. Little Nas X has six. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah with, the, with the Hotel Room song, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, the Old Town Road song. Wait, Old Town Road, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go down the nominees, because because we're fucking previewing the Grammys on here. <laughs> I didn't think this would go here, but but we are previewing the Grammys. Record of the Year. Hey Ma, Bonnie Bear. He's an indie art- artist. Mm-hmm. Um, Bad Guy Billy Eilish, you've heard of that a million times. Yep, yep. I'm a bad guy. Duh. <laughs> seven got seven rings. Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Hard place. Her. Talk Khalid. Can we just talk? Old Town Road. You know yep. by who? Truth hurts by Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Sunflower by Post Malone. She's doing Swayway. <clears throat> Album of the year. I I. By Bana Iver. Mm-hmm. Bana Del Rey, Norman fucking Rockwell. When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Billie Eilish. Thank You Next, Ariana Grande. I Used to Know Her, Her. Seven Lil Nas X, which is technically an EP. Because mm-hmm. I Love You, Lizzo. Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend, which is our indie rock album. Um, Song of the Year. Always remember us this way, Lady Gaga, Bad Guy Billy Eilish, Bring Us Flowers Now, Tanya Tucker, Hard Place Her, Lover Taylor Swift, Norman Fucking Rockwell, Lana Del Rey, Someone You Loved, Louis Capaldi, ugh, and Truth Hurts Lizzo, Best New Artist, Black Pumas, Billy Eilish, Lil Nas X, Lizzo, Maggie Rogers, Rosalia, Tank and the Bangas, and Yola. And then there's a bunch of, a bunch of like. But, that, but that's that's really the signature awards. Those are the signature awards, yeah. The the general categories. Right. Yeah. Yes. That, that's the signature awards. So, yeah, I think that's the things I'm gonna be most I'd be most looking forward to, and I'll try to tune in for. Are, Run DMC um, and Aerosmith. <clears throat> yeah, DMC and Aerosmith. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to catch. Uh, I do like me some Run DMC. Um, the, the they're going to do Walk This Way. From oh, I expect it. I'm almost counting them to do Walk This Way. I'm almost counting on that. Yeah, that song is a classic. Uh, on, on both genres, that song is a classic. Yes. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm be looking forward to that. And then obviously the tribute to Nipsey and the, and the Charlie Wilson performance. Those those are the other ones I'd be looking forward to uh, to we watching. Talked about the Astros last week. Um, the punishments were handed. Yeah. So the punishments were that they got fined some money, whatever. Uh, they lost their first couple draft picks, plus the suspensions for their manager, or their former manager now, AJ Hinch, and their GM both got suspended a year. Did you, see, did you see the uh, – Oh, 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 oh Shane and the Astros are gone, everyone? Where he just roasted everybody? Yeah, like it's – the Astros are playing this, and the Astros playing it off. Like, like, whatever, nothing happened. And, and, and how much shade did they throwing at everybody else for doing whatever it is they're doing? Like, Jose Altuve throwing so much shade at, at the media for, for bringing it up. And he's like, whatever, we're going to be in the World Series next year anyway. 
oh, the Astros are the Astros got a whole lot of stuff they got to back up, or they're, they're gonna hear it from everyone. I'm looking forward to when the Astros go to Yankee Stadium. They're gonna and New York fans are very creative. I'm counting on the Yankee fans to do their worst, to say their worst to Houston. Oh, I think they're the, they're the one fan base that's gonna get at it because let's face it, the Red Sox. Might have done some shady stuff too to get to the World Series in 2018. So what can Boston really say? But it's the Yankees. The Yankees and the Dodgers were the two most affected here. So I've been looking for them. And yeah, it's the saying. The Nats beat the Nats beat them right. So it's the Yankees and the Dodgers. They were the two most affected. And so I want to see if and when Houston goes to LA, and obviously when the Yankees host the Astros in Yankee Stadium. What kind of stuff are these people going to say? Oh, and Dodgers, Dodgers, you're not, LA, you're not out of this either because that was really petty of, of, of y'all to try to say, oh, we should get the champion, we should get the, the two titles after what the Red Sox and the Astros allegedly did. No, you shouldn't. LA, you, you should absolutely shouldn't get the, 20, the 2017 title. You lost game seven at home. And even, even if Boston didn't cheat, even if Boston cheated, you weren't going to beat them anyway in 2018. You're still 0 for 2 in those World Series, and I think you burned out your window to actually win championships, um, LA Dodgers. You have yourselves to blame for not winning those titles in the 2010s. You shouldn't get either of those championships. I thought that was very hilarious what they did. NBA. Lakers just handled the Nets, but uh, this it's been a weird. Oh, Zion basically broke the internet uh, when he debuted oh, last he, night. He bounced that over. His over was 14 and a half. He, uh, he, he did that in three minutes. He legitimately scored 17 in three minutes. And was really, in a game where the Spurs were absolutely dominating the, the Pelicans, Zion comes in and basically one man carries the Pelicans back, back to the lead in the game itself. And then Alvin Jesri took him out of the game because he's on a minutes restriction. And then San Antonio probably won the game because of this decision. That was made. As I'm looking at the, the, the end of the Nets-Laker um, game, uh, Bill Clinton was at the game. He actually had a, a likes exchange with LeBron. Michael Strahan was at the game as well. Uh, had, they had a nice little exchange. But uh, Zion was going to face – Zion carried the Pelicans. He dropped 22 in his, in his debut. He was absolutely dominant. But ultimately, it was the Spurs and LaMarcus Aldridge getting it done and handling business there. So we got the Spurs uh, winning the game. So, the All-Star starters were actually named as well tonight. LeBron and Giannis are going to captain their respective teams. And then we got the East starters are going to be Kemba Walker of the Celtics, Trey Young of the Hawks, Pascal Siakam of the Raptors, and Joel Embiid of the Sixers. Woo-woo! The West, yep. And then the West, obviously Embiid's hurt right now, but I would imagine Embiid will be back in the next couple days to a week. And the Sixers need him after getting run out of the building by Toronto last night. Um, in the West, we've got James Harden of the Rockets, yeah, we're the Anthony Davis of the Lakers, Kawhi Leonard of the of the Clippers, and Luka Doncic of the Dallas Mavericks. Who absolutely and Luka was basically second in the um, voting after LeBron uh, for for the starting line for the starting lineup stuff in the Western Conference. So Luka uh, obviously gets in. What team is Derek well. Rose so that, your, Those are your starters in the Eastern and Western. The, the reserves are going to be named next week. Derek Rose, if he makes 
They didn't. They didn't do the the, the whole the, the whole squads yet. They did the starters this week. They're gonna do the reserves next week. They'll do the reserves and then who's on what team next week? Like who's gonna be on team LeBron? Who's gonna be on team Giannis uh, next week? So we're gonna see uh, how that works. So Siakam and Butler barely beat out. Uh, Siaka barely beat out Jimmy Butler, and a lot of people like Kyrie or Ben Simmons or Kyle Lowry or Bradley Beal could have beaten out Trey Young, but it, it just didn't happen uh, there in the Eastern Conference. But yeah, we're going to see the reserves next week and see who gets the other spots in the All-Star game. So that, that all happens next Thursday uh-huh. to answer your other question. Could the Sixers make a trade for Danilo Gallinari work? They need shooting horribly. If I'm the Sixers, I go out and get some shooting as as quickly as I possibly can. Because to me, you're going to need at least one shooter for the Sixers' sake. To make a run in the Eastern in an Eastern Conference, would you trade Richardson or Horford? I wouldn't trade Horford. Richardson got hurt last night, didn't he? Yeah. Horford's the kind of guy. Ironically, as as stiff and as washed as he looks right now, all Horford's the kind of guy you need in, in the playoffs. Yeah. The playoffs get more physical. The playoffs get more. They get more physical. They 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 get a whole it gets lot, not necessarily bully ball, but really close to it. And Horford's really about that life. So in the playoffs, you kind of need that physicality to deal with people. It's not as open. It's not as open and freewheeling as, as the regular season is, or at least it shouldn't be. And right now, the Sixers are sixth. They're not a good matchup for Toronto. Toronto's got some shooters, and Siakam is as immersed as a star, and Van Fleet is immersed as a star as well. That could what? be a problem. <clears throat> they seem to have the leg up on Boston. They seem to know what they're doing against the Celtics. And Indiana, yeah, talking really about Robert Covington. <laughs> so I, I think that Indiana could become a problem. Really, Milwaukee is going to easily get the one seed. They're not. They're not going to be challenged there. Miami on the lowest, twenty and one at home. That's impressive. They're the only team that's better than Milwaukee at home. Uh, Milwaukee's twenty one and two. Miami's twenty and one. Right. That's impressive. And then and the, the Sixers NHL are flyers at home too. The Sixers are twenty and two at home, so they're they're excellent at home. <clears throat> the problem is they gotta get better on the road. Uh, real quick before we get to the NHL, Lakers are thirty seven and nine now, or thirty six and nine now. Uh, they they've been holding down the one seed for a while. Utah, the Clippers, and Denver are the next three teams. Uh, as I think that's South and Houston are tied. OKC and San Antonio. Are seven and eight. San Antonio leaps Memphis. I can't believe San Antonio's in the playoffs. The way they looked at times in these playoffs, but in, in these regular season. But San Antonio's made, making a run, and the, the young the guards you are looking good. Really Aldridge has been very impressive lately, so I'm okay with this. John Morant's been a beast, Absol- and Zion's going to put up a fight for Rookie of the Year to me. Well, ultimately, I think it'll be John Morant, uh, Morant that gets Rookie of the Year. Who made a physical assault allegation against Gritty? Who's what? Who made a physical assault allegation against Gritty? Oh, the fight with the Kansas and K-State? Oh, let's talk about that. That was fucking wild. Before we get to hockey, the 
I think that's going to be what happens there. I think that's the. I don't know if that's how it's going to stick. What the fuck was that? He the what, can't grabbed the fucking stool. <laughs> yeah, he was gonna use a fucking stool. That was wild. That, that whole sequence with the block and then yeah, Sosa with the man. That that was nuts. I was not ready for that. I don't think anyone was. So I think they handled the proper suspension out where he got an indefinite. Uh, it was turned into twelve games. But yeah, that was nuts. As Kansas beat Kansas State, we knew that was coming. But yeah, but that fight was just that was very, very surprising. That <laughs> was very I, I didn't I was not ready for that. <clears throat> so NHL stuff as the All Star Break is effectively started there. We are looking at All right, All Star Weekend is this week <laughs> for the NHL. <laughs> yeah, they always did. Against the Pro Bowl. Against everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always do that. Yeah, the NHL always puts their All-Star Weekend against the, against the Pro Bowl and against the Royal Rumble and see where they go. I mean, it's it's and for some people, it's the right weekend to do it. I think it's generally fine for a lot of people. Uh, locally, Flyers beating the Penguins and what was a really good, impressive performance. 3-1. 3-0. Penguins didn't score. Yeah, Penguins did not score in that game. Was, um, Brian Elliott did a very good job. Flyers penalty kill has been impressive lately. Their power play has been meh, but their PK has been really good. Which is a good <clears throat> so, Which is a huge deal. Flyers are not quite healthy, but they're fairly close. And uh, they make one or two more deals at the trade deadline. If they ha- I'm not sure they even have to. I think the, the whole thing about the Flyers is just get healthy. Especially... Um, Carter Hart and Shane Goss' bear should both be back either next week or the week after. But both oh, be shit. Back soon. Let's make a run, yeah. boys. Let's make a run for the fucking cup. The Flyers, if they have enough. It's healthy. I think the Flyers have enough uh, teams to make a run. I think they have enough I think they have enough pieces to make a run if, the Flyers, if and when the Flyers are healthy. I think they really do have enough pieces to make a run. They're getting good production from Travis Konechny. <clears throat> JVR starting to, starting to put the puck in the back of the net. They're getting some good production from all around, and the defense has played really well in front of Hart or in front of Brian Elliott. So I think the Flyers just have to get healthy. Flyers can get healthy, they can really make a run here. So right now, the they Eastern Conference has really been Washington holding it down in the East uh, for the majority of the year. Flyers are tied for the second wild card with the Columbus, the surprisingly talented Columbus Blue Jackets, and. Um, Actually, they're a point behind Carolina. Carolina got a win, too. So, Carolina, Carolina got a W. So, so, the Hurricanes look like they are the eighth seed in the, in, in the East. Right now, the Flyers would have the fifth or sixth best record. But since the Metro Division is so insanely good, the, since the Metro is so good, the Flyers would not make the playoffs due to a really, really stacked Metro and a really, really bad Atlantic. That's where the that's where the difference would lie here. Lugs. It's a. It's gonna be good. This is gonna be a good run to the to the finish. 
this will be a good race to the, to the end. I think the Flyers will make it. I think the Flyers, they have enough talent to do so. They have enough coaching to do so. I think the Flyers make it. Yeah, I think they Obviously, do. Obviously, we'll see it at the end, but I think the Flyers will get in. Love. Let's just see it. We'll see. Lugs. Lugs. Did you get that? How they get there, we will see. But I think ultimately, I think it's going to be a very good race at the end. But the fire is getting it done. <clears throat> but the fire is getting in. Probably. We wins the president's trophy, but I think it's going to be a good race either way. Plugs. Plugs. Uh, Twitter.com slash BeastMike is where you can find me. I'll obviously be... I'll obviously be uh, tweeting about the Royal Rumble. I'll obviously be kind of keeping up with that. I'll probably have a screen on the Grammys. I think the Grammys are going to be somewhat entertaining as well. I'll have some eyes on that. And we'll obviously be keeping track of the other stuff that normally happens. Obviously, there's no football this weekend. Probably keeping track of the other stuff that normally happens. But really, it's, it's Royal Rumble weekend, and, and the Grammys will be somewhat entertaining. Twitter.com is going to be smacks where you can find me. DJ D. Cooks is where you can find me. I was at the Glorious Sons and Des Rocks concert last night. Fantastic concert. Um, really good stuff there. Um, and very entertaining show. Um, dcookiepunk43 is where you can find me on Instagram as well. Follow me on Instagram because you got some very cool photos of me and Shinsuke Nakamura. I know, Beast Mike's very jealous of my photo with Shinsuke Nakamura and Kazuchika Okada. And Pete Dunne and Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. Is that right, Beats Mike? All right. I, we can look for everyone. Yes. Yes, those photos live in infamy. Can you hear me? Am I breaking up? Why is it going on slow? So, for Beast Mike, this is DJ D. Kooks saying so long. <laughs>